inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters, and welcome to Tuesday. Uh, It's a great day to be alive, right? And man, today we got so much to cover. You know, I do call it the hour of power because, you know, sometimes you feel like a nut, and hopefully all times you feel like a nut, because I am a nut. What I do is a nut. Don't you know what a nut is? Come on, etymologist. A nut is a nutrient-dense organism. In other words, there's so many nutrients that are crammed into that nut, that peanut, that cashew, uh, that almond, uh, love nuts, macadamia nuts, pecans, I love nuts, pine nuts. Nuts are like seeds. Seeds are like legumes. You know, I love beans. There is so much nutrients in these little ingredients. Uh, study beans. I mean, beans are in fascinating things. You know, some beans have, have so much protein. Some beans have so much fiber. Some beans have no protein. Some beans have no fiber. Uh, it is fascinating. Garbanzo beans and kidney beans and uh, white navy beans and pinto beans and black eyed peas. Uh, uh, so much nutrients in this little, little bitty thing, chia seeds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, the seed of life, eggs. Eggs are one of the most uh, nutritionally um, complete items you can get. I could live off eggs. Why do you think eggs are getting so expensive? Because if you could just have eggs, you could live a long life just with eggs. I can eat them for breakfast, eat them for lunch, eat them for dinner. Why? Because everything you need for life is inside that egg. And so I'm a nut. I'm a nutrient dense. There's so much information in what I do. That's why I do a live radio show right here Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's based out of uh, Minneapolis, but it can be listened to anywhere in the world at that time by just going to freedom1570.com. And then you can live stream from 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. And then within a half hour, it goes right on likeitmattersradio.com. In podcast form, John puts it up pretty quick. So you can regurgitate, so you can remind, so you can remember, so you can replay over and over and over again. Man, some of my favorite books in the world, I'm not talking about uh, for enjoyment, for education. I've listened to 10, 12, 15 times, uh, listened to it over and over and over because we miss things. We get distracted. And so today, I'm going to pack a lot in this short little time frame. This hour of power will be over before you know it. And today I want to remind you about freedom, about power, because it is a confusing time. You know, the freedom to live your life with the values, commitment, and ability to make the decisions that affect your life, the the power to overcome obstacles 
and stay on the path that you've chosen to be all that God created you to be with with so much confusion in our country, with so much confusion in our world, uh, uh, clarity of identity and activity is true power. There's your freedom. And so today I want to slow down and, and get real, get deep, because it is confusing out there. Confusion is a powerful, powerful thing. It makes us do things. It makes us not do things. Remember, the battles in the mind with three-part being. You know, we have a body. There's rules to that body. You got to take care of that body because it's your vehicle. Uh, it's your tabernacle. It's your transportation uh, on this fleshly experience. And so, you know, body releases 63 known chemicals. You got to make sure your blood sugar level stays this way. You got to feed that thing. You got to water that thing. You got to rest that thing so often. You know what I mean? It's a machine. Otherwise, you don't do it properly. You get hangry, right? You're a grown man who's acting like Marilyn Monroe, right? That Snickers commercial, right? <laughs> because the machine's out of whack. It does not compute. But you are not the machine. The machine is a carbon-based thing. What does that matter? Because from dust to dust, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, right? See, we have a mind that runs that machine, and the battle is in the mind. Our manufacturer, Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, El Elyon, um, he knows this. He knows this. He programmed us. He made us this way. And so you got to realize the battles in the mind. That's why God tells us to, to do not fear almost 400 times. This is why God tells us, I don't know how many times, but two, three, four times more than that. There's entire books in the Bible written for the sole purpose for God to telling us to remember, to remind, to recollect, to remember how I took you out in the desert for 40 years. To remember how I took care of you, how your shoes never wore out, how your clothes never wore out, how I brought water from the rock, how I, when you cried for food, I brought you quail that made, got so much quail you got sick. I fed you manna from heaven that even your fathers didn't know what it was. When you needed, I was there. I was there in a cloud by night. I was there in a fire by day or backwards. Sorry. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh, the battle's in the mind, but you're not the mind. And there's a third component, spirit. I know some of you don't want to believe in God, because if you were to believe in God, all your other belief systems that you want to live by would be negated. And then you would feel like a loser, you would feel like a sinner, you would feel broken, and nobody wants to feel bad. We all just want to be happy, right? But it's confusing out there. And when we're confused, people don't step up. When we're confused, people don't speak up. I mean, it's a serious problem. Ladies and gentlemen, people are confused. The battle's in the mind. It, today, yesterday's newspaper, first biological male wins Miss Greater Dairy, a beauty pageant held by the Miss America organization. For the first time, Brian Nguyen has become the first trans winner of the Miss Greater Dairy Beauty Pageant. It was a step in the Miss America title holder. Now, here's a picture of this big, overweight, um, I don't know, a Pacific Islander or Asian, I don't know. Um, he's huge, not attractive at all, next to these beautiful women. But he won. He won. 
you see when we're getting kids confused about who they are, what they're supposed to do, that we're telling pe people that God's pretty screwed up, that you can't even trust God. You can't trust your parents. You, you can't trust the, the government. You can't trust the news. So the problem with that, trust and commitment go hand in hand. And so now we're seeing people that aren't committed. Look it up. Google it. That b business owners, corporations are looking for older employees. Why? Because older employees work hard. Today's kids complain. Have you been to a restaurant lately? Have you been to a place where you require service? Do you see how rude the help is? Do you see how disconcerted they are? Do you see how they don't care? We're teaching people that they're a victim. We're teaching people that to keep a pound of flesh a record wrong. And why does that matter? Because we do what we're programmed to do and the repercussions that are big. And so I want today to give you back your power, give you back your freedom. I want you to focus on those things that you can control. There's a lot in this world we can't control. We can't control the outcome of election anymore. We see that. We can't control whether the media reports the truth or not. We can't control whether truth is being shared or not. We can't control any of that. But you know what we can control? We can control our minds. We can control ourselves. We may not be able to control what happens to us. There's your preposition. But we have absolute full control over what happens in us. And today, I want to really focus on this. And I want to introduce you today to a simple statement that I am Spall. What we say to ourselves over and over is what we believe. Our self-talk dictates so much. The study of epigenetics tells us we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And a majority of our diseases are psychosomatic. They are driven by our thought process. So today, it's time to take back your power. Time to take back your freedom. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body, and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But, man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am the black man, and I am so proud to be with you. And you know, when good people stay quiet, bad things happen. And I am a warrior, and so are you. And I'm not talking about picking up weapons and doing all that. That's not what we're calling to do, and that's not the time for this. What I'm talking about now is fight the good fight. A culture warrior 
speaking truth to truth. You don't need to hate people. Uh, I don't hate anybody. God says to hate is to murder, so I don't hate. Um, I have uh, friends who are homosexual. I have family members who are homosexual. I do not believe homosexuality is the unpardonable sin. Uh, I believe your sins between you and God and my sins between me and God. But I do know that you're a sinner. I do know that I'm a sinner. I don't care what bathroom you use. That's between you and God. I don't care who you share your bed with. That's between you and God. Uh, I really don't care uh, who you pretend to be. Again, that's between you and God. Now, let me tell you where my problem is. When you want to push your beliefs militantly onto me, but more importantly, my kids, because I'm a grown man. I can handle my own. But you have no right to manipulate the machinations of my child's unconscious mind to pervert him uh, to make pleasing to your daddy. So that's not an option. Uh, even God says, you know, uh, you know, the greater sin is for those who make it okay for others to sin, for those who uh, make it nice, easy, encouraging. That's the difference. To, to, to tell God I'm not a sinner and what I say is right and you're wrong, that's the problem I have. And so we got to see it's really confusing right now. And you can no longer be a closet Christian. And what's happened is you find out there a lot of people who claim to be Christian really aren't. They're just, uh, they're just people on this planet who know Jesus, who had a moment with God at some point, but now are living their life the way they want it. And God said that. Billy Graham said 70% of people in church are dead. Uh, and they don't know it. <laughs> so, I mean, this is what's going on. Lloyd Austin taking steps to reduce military suicides, improve access to mental health. The military is in a mess. It's very uh, homosexual uh, um, engraved now. Uh, it's very uh, woke. Uh, and suicide in the military is massive. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin ordered a number of improvements to and access to mental health care on Thursday to reduce suicides in the military. An independent committee on late Friday recommended that the Defense Department implement a series of gun safety measures. Really, it's all about the guns. So if we just remove guns, everything's okay. Don't you get it? Including weighted periods uh, for the purchase of firearms and ammunition by service members on military property and raising the minimum age for service members to buy guns and ammunition at 25. When I was 17 years old, I went in the Army. I went on base, and I was able to drink alcohol. And there's a big debate about that. Oh, my gosh, you're 17 years old. You, you can't drink alcohol until you're 21. I'm in the military. I'm now able to go over and die for my country. I'm able to kill another man I'm trained to defend my country. If I'm able to do that, I'm able to have a drink. And here again, I'm able to go defend my country, die for my country, shoot a bad man. However, until I'm 25 years old, I will not be allowed to buy guns or ammunition if I'm a military member. Wow. In a memo race Thursday, Austin calls for the establishment of a suicide prevention working group to assess it's bad. His orders reflect increasing concerns about suicides in the military. Listen, despite more than a decade of programs and other efforts to prevent them and spur greater intervention by commanders, friends, and family members, but his omission of any gun safety and control measures underscores the likelihood that they would face staunch resistance in Congress. 
He also ordered military primary health care clinics to screen for unhealthy levels of alcohol use, make unhealthy alcohol use treatment easier to receive, and make sure that mental health care is available through service members' primary care as well. While we recognize that suicide has no single cause and that no single preventative action, treatment, or cure will eliminate suicide together, we will exhaust every effort to promote the wellness, health, and morale. All they're saying is taking away guns. Why? Because in the annual suicide reports, the panel noted that about 66% of all active duty military suicides, two-thirds, and more than 70% of those by National Guard and Reserves members are done with firearms. So don't you see? Firearms are the problem. And then ask how likely such changes would be. Brian said he believes troops are more receptive to such limits than civilians may be. They're not receptive. They're mandated. They're ordered. See, this is the battle. This is what's going on. When we're telling boys it's okay to be girls. Now, please hear this. I do not have a problem with this Dylan Mulvaney. If he wants to prance around like a teenage girl, that's fine. But when you start getting rewarded, you got to understand about behavior modification. Listen to this. This is called HR 101. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. I'll say that again. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. It's the reward cycle. Look at the, the Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. There's a cycle. And in every habit, there's a reward. Again, I'll say this one more time. Slow down. Play it backwards if you need to. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Rough, rough. Meow, meow. I'm just playing the animal for you. Because your dogs know that. Your cat knows that. I got a big old black dog next door, a golden doodle. It's a black golden doodle. <laughs> it's funny if you think about what a golden doodle is supposed to be. A black golden doodle. And uh, this dog uh, uh, is, is incredible. Blaze. His name's Blaze. Every time I come out and see it, I have treats that my dog won't eat, my little chihuahua. Good little uh, sausages. And so every time I came out to, to see Blaze, I'd, he'd jump on the fence, I'd pet him, and I'd hand him a treat. After doing that about 10 times, every time Blaze comes outside, as soon as he sees me, he starts yelping, barking, circle around. If I go over there without a treat and just pet him, I leave, he keeps barking. I have to go over there with a treat, give him the treat, pet him, and then he'll go on with his life. Why? Because any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Ask Blaze. Blaze knows it. And this is what's going on with the whole Dylan Mulvaney. I saw this on Facebook, and it's so appropriate. I haven't done all the research to back up everything this guy claims, but it's factual. Said this has nothing to do with the fact that uh, that Dylan, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, uh, the fact that he's a man with a uh, with a more feminine style. Who cares if you're a grown man that wants to put on dresses and heels? I agree. Doesn't matter. It's your choice. Here's what the problem is. This is an adult male, not only pretending to be a woman, but listen carefully. He chooses to act like a preteen girl. See, some of you are missing this. He looks like a little girl bopping around, pre-virgin, you know, virgin, little pre-menstruation type of thing going on. He acts like a younger than 13-year-old girl. He confirms this, by the way, in his own videos. I didn't watch this. This is what the man has done the research. In his videos, he's often running around in nothing but a t-shirt and socks, talking about having crushes on boys and sleepovers, with small, underdeveloped breasts, talking like a young girl, acting like a young girl, talking about periods while he holds a box of tampons. I need you to understand the horror 
horrible effects that is going to have on our society and our children. We are teaching young girls that adult men at any point can identify as a female and have the mind of someone their age, someone who wants to have sleepovers with them, and that these young girls can trust them. You don't think there's a problem with this? Do you understand what kind of society you're building for your daughters, nieces, and female cousins by condoning this? You're opening Pandora's box by allowing this, and you're putting actual adolescent females at risk. The brain of a 28-year-old grown male is completely different than that of a 12-year-old female girl. Female, sorry. Even if they, he changes his face and body with surgery, even if he dresses and talks like an adolescent female, his brain development is that of an adult male, not an innocent 12-year-old girl. What is the sexualization of a young girl? A report by the American Psychological Association on the sexualization of girls in the media found that girls are depicted in a sexual manner more often than boys, dressed in revealing clothing and with bodily postures or facial expressions that imply sexual readiness. I see it all over. And if you're a man, you know what I'm talking about. You see it's everywhere. It's promoted. All the looks, all the selfies, all the faces on Facebook, these looks on these girls' faces and their eyes, and, and they're appealing. And what are they saying? I mean, they're not. You know, anyways. And the article goes on to say, if a mentally ill man can act this way and be praised, what can someone else get away with? What can someone do and claim it's their identity? Large companies like Bud Light, Nike, all over our nation praising this and gifting him things, making him famous, giving him followers, paying him lots of money. You know, look at Dwayne Wade's son who became a daughter and she just got a modeling contract, huge modeling contract. They're promoting this. They're pushing this. What are we allowing? This is a slippery slope. And guess who suffers in the end? Our children. If an adult man fantasizes about this, who do you think he's going to go after next? What's the next best thing if he can't get his hands on an adult who acts this way? Now, they only make up a small percentage of our population, so why do you think he's, um, who do you think he's going to target? This is, this is common sense. This isn't being mean. And so the reason I'm bringing this up, I'm seeing this in class. People are lost. People are confused. People can't commit anymore. They have a hard time believing. They're skeptical. They've been lied to by everybody. And think about the ultimate lie. Our God, Jehovah, Yahweh, who I know is perfect, is not perfect. He's screwed up. Look at all the mistakes he's making in people's gender. See, this is the bigger problem that no one's talking about. This now reduces our God to a mistake-prone deity, that he screwed up Dylan Mulvaney's sex. See, Dylan Mulvaney, they believe, was supposed to be a girl, but God messed it up. God was wrong. See, this is so offensive to me, and some of you can't hear that. Either God is God or he's not. You can't believe that God made Dylan a woman and believe in that Bible because he's a liar then. God's a liar. God makes mistakes. And so God, I mean, do you see what I'm saying? You've broken now the, the, the hall of fame of beliefs that God doesn't know what's going on, that God doesn't get it right, and so he probably messed you up too. And what else in your life is not true? Are you really who you are? Are you supposed to be somebody else? Maybe you're not one of his. Don't see. Now, with all this confusion today, what I want to do is give you hope. And after the break, I'm going to tell you why I call this show I Am Spa. Because I'm going to tell you right now, listener, you are Spa. Be back and I'll explain it all. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. 
because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. Well, where are you going to be, Mr. Black, in the near future? Well, thank you, Mr. Black. Well, April 20th, I'm teaching leadership adventure right in the state line of Louisiana there in East Texas. So uh, if you're a Leadership Awakening graduate, the time is now to continue your journey and step over the line and raise the bar and enjoy the great great adventure april 20th through 22nd classes always start thursday and on a saturday so you can be at church on a sunday and then our next awakening uh in the states is uh, may 4th through 6th dallas fort worth lots of butts uh, lots of openings i should say lots of space for butts in chairs so uh you know get on the phone email me at mr dot black at like it matters dot net or uh call me 817-657-4921 and if you're ready to change your life if you're ready for that great up until now moment if you're ready for the power and the freedom to get back in the driver's seat of your life if you're ready for more more out of life more out of relationships more out of yourself more god then the time is now to get your little booty in a leadership awakening a new day has dawned my choice can be a great one new beginning clean slate something's not right feeling real bad before even seeing the sun Startled upon awakening, no desire of my own, held captive without thought, feeling overcome, overwhelmed, dilemma unknown. I cannot move, I'm pinned to the bed, fear the unknown, what will happen if? The force is so powerful, what to do, questions in my head. If only I could call out for help to fight this intruder, don't give in, disassociate, it's reality, what can I do? Again, I'm the loser. Please kill me now. Don't do the unknown, the pain, the agony to be abused, defenseless, and in my own home. Cry out for help like it mattered if I did, embarrassed, ashamed, a victim, reminding me of being that scared, defenseless little kid. Put a gun to my head and stop the now pain, sorrow, guilt, anger, resentment, all stirs like a cauldron racing through my veins. I need to get out from under this perpetuator of pains. Stop the infliction. Jesus loves me. Why do I not secure my own home? Does that make me insane? 
How do I wrestle to regain control? How do I do it? What will be different if given a chance to live to continue my stroll? It is crazy to sleep in a crime-infested neighborhood. Lock the doors. Keep lookout. It doesn't take a genius for this to be understood. If not on the lookout, this burglar is vicious, stealing and lying, hurting and destroying, lost are the memories, intoxicating, bitterly delicious. What could have been if innocence not lost? Missed opportunities, lost hope, stolen with the material things, and at what cost? The lies that were told to justify the action, not worthy, you deserve it. Reduce me to less of a person, a, a minor fraction. This molester of body and mind knows no limits. Altering lives, slicing and dicing, nobody knows the real cost. A voice reduced to, to mere tidbits. There's only one way to combat this hurtful enemy. Fierce commitment, intense focus. Choose to live and attack the attacker with the one true remedy. To know your enemy and the weakness he possesses, do battle, don't give in, choose to live, move beyond the limitations and the stresses. When you realize the enemy is living in your shorts, control your thoughts. What do you want? Your thoughts create reality, taking you to feelings ports. How you battle this enemy decides how big you get to play. Thoughts become actions. Actions become behaviors. In the now victories, living life like it matters, day by day. You know, I wrote that about 25 years ago. It's called The Intruder. And it's about the battle that goes on in the head between the stimulus and the response. Remember, in transactional analysis tells us that the, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so when there's a stimulus, someone does something or says something, we don't respond immediately to that. We go to what we know. A dog returns his vomit, and the sow, after cleaning herself, returns the mire, the good book says. So we go to what we know. We see something from our past. We say something about our past. We feel something related to this trigger connected to our past. And then we respond. You see, we're not responding to the stimulus. What we're doing is we're responding to our narrative about the stimulus. This is one of the reasons why God tells us in the chapter of love, Corinthians 13 that love keeps no record of wrong. Love, love doesn't rejoice when other people hurt. Love doesn't keep a pound of flesh. And see, that's love we can't do. It's agape love. It's, it's unconditional love. It's godly love. And, and you have to have a new spirit to do that love. But let's talk today about a different spirit of confusion. Because that is the spirit that's running this country. When, when the women of the year are all men... When the championships in all female sports become all men. 
when little Riley wants to become little Emma at seven years old, and little Riley's best friend, Justin, a seven-year-old, goes home and tells dad that now Riley wants to be called Emma. And now my best friend who's a boy is now a girl. How does a seven-year-old process that? And then how does a seven-year-old come to the realization that nothing is as it says it is? And the seven-year-old realizes that the media lies and that elections aren't real. It's already pre-chosen. And you can't believe in the Bible because it's just a book of hate. And you could be anything you want to be, not success in life. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about a boy, a woman. You can be a dog, you can be a cat, you can be a robot, you can be a bee. Oh, yeah. See, confusion. See, the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. Because when we're confused, we don't step up, we don't speak up. Remember, Genesis 3, it was all about confusion. Remember, the devil confused Eve. Didn't, uh, oh, didn't God say this? See, Eve didn't know God's word from God. Eve knew God's word from Adam. You're responsible for knowing God's word, not from somebody else, from the source itself. And it's confusion. It's always been about confusion. So the devil's, one of the devil's greatest wiles is two things called conflation. And the second thing, he takes two things that aren't related and blends them together. Like if someone said to me, hey, here's Ronald Reagan in 1960 dressed in drag. You're okay with it then. Why aren't you okay with it now? See, it's called conflation. Ronald Reagan was doing stupid humor. He's a B actor. It was silly. It was pretend. Everybody knew that. One was for silly humor. The other one's for programming. One is getting people ready to be attacked by pedophiles. It's grooming children. One is slapstick humor. I mean, it's called conflation. And the second thing the devil does really well is he starts with the base of truth. Didn't God said you are not to eat from the tree? Yeah, so there's always a base of truth in there. I am a liar. I am a, uh, an evil person. My heart is wicked apart from Christ. I am an adulterer. I am uh, at war with God apart from Christ. So what it does, it starts with the basic truth and it goes out. And so but let me tell you this thing of confusion. You know, I, I don't do Dungeons and Dragons, but, uh, you know, the movie came out. I like sci-fi. But let me tell you, in Dungeons and Dragons, you know, it's all mental thing. Uh, you play with dice and cards and all that. And you, it's an imagination game. Are you ready for this? I looked at the spell of confusion. And listen to what Dungeons and Dragons says about the spell of confusion. This spell assaults and twists creatures' minds, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action. Wow. The spell of confusion assaults and twists creatures' minds. We are creatures. We're created beings. That's what a creature is, a created being. Assaults and twists creatures' minds, spawning delusions, provoking uncontrolled action. Now, here's the cool thing. You know what the antithesis, you know what the healing is? This person must succeed on a wisdom-saving throw. See, only calling on wisdom can overcome the spirit of confusion. And if you know wisdom, you've heard me define wisdom this way from God. Samuel Chadwick put this way, confusion and impotence are the inevitable results when the wisdom and resources of the world are substituted for the presence and power of the spirit. 
Paul Chappelle said, storms can bring fear, cloud judgment, and create confusion. Yet God promises that as you seek him through prayer, he will give you wisdom to know how to proceed. John Henry Newman said that he is not the God of confusion of discordance or accidental random private courses in the execution of his will, but of determinate, regulated, prescribed action. See, this is the key. I want to give you back power and control. When I started doing my training, every module, the end of module, we would close a circle. We'd put our hands around each other and we'd have people repeat after me. And I stopped doing it because people are looking for a reason not to believe. And so people would look for a reason, anything to say why this training isn't good. So I got rid of all that stuff, even though it was great value. And it was an affirmation. And what I believed and have people repeat over and over was I am strong. I am powerful. I overcome. I'm a leader. I am small. And ladies and gentlemen, we respond to what we tell ourselves over and over and over. We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And I'm going to suggest it's time to get in and change the program. It's time to get in and start saying the proper things. And I want to encourage you. And after the break, I'm going to break it down for you that you are small. We'll be right back. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yep. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. But it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, application, and a lot of true therapy. And today, I'm suggesting that you are small. At the uh, end of my leadership training, I've been doing my leadership training for 31 years. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. I learned it from a company who was very new age, who was very hateful, bitter, uh, alcoholics, control freaks, new agers. Uh, but just like Moses and just like Joseph, uh, I was trained in Egypt. And I'm talking metaphorical because Egypt in the Bible represents the world. And so you look at two of the greatest uh, shadows of Jesus Christ in the Bible, two of the great leaders uh, that foreshadowed Jesus himself was Moses and Joseph. If you don't know why I'm saying that, read a book now and then that doesn't have smutter vampires in it, preferably the good book. And so you got to realize that what's going on here with our God uh, is there's a reason for everything. Moses and Joseph were trained by Egypt, in Egypt, in the world for the use in the kingdom of God. Same thing for me. And so I was trained by the unique people, and uh, I'm able to take some things without taking all things. That's a gift I have. Some of you have to take it all or take none of it. But I can take what's good and leave what's not good. It's a great trait. 
And so over the time, because people are always looking for a reason not to believe, I had to get rid of some of that stuff that, uh, that, that made it seem like new age. But I really did like that at the very end of each closing circle, I'd have form a circle, we do a share, and then I would have them repeat after me. I am strong. I am powerful. I overcome. I am a leader. And with power, projection, like they meant it. And it's kind of silly, I know, but what we tell ourselves matters. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf uh, in the book, uh, Who Shut Off My Brain, says that we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. In the study of epigenetics, she says that we basically, uh, 87% of all diseases are psychosomatic. They start with our and our belief systems, and that goes back to the spirit of confusion. Dave Hunt said, we are raising a generation on the spiritual junk food of religious videos, movies, youth entertainment, and comic book paraphrases of the Bible. The Word of God is being rewritten, watered down, illustrated, and dramatized in order to cater to the taste of the carnal mind. The, this only leads to further into the wilderness of doubt and confusion. The church is confused. Rick Warren, I'm not a big fan of Rick Warren, just so you know, but a good quote. Much confusion in the Christian life comes from ignoring the simple truth that God is far more interested in building your character than he is anything else. And see, we live in a world that just wants to be happy, just wants justice. There is no justice on this side of eternity. Our outcome should never be happy. Joy is one thing, but happy is never on my outcome. At no point did God say, I'm here to be happy. At no point did God create us to be happy. We should be joyful. We should be servants of Christ. We should see a need, meet a need. We should feel people's pain and help them out. But none of my outcomes is happy. And we live in a world that just wants to be happy. They just want justice. They just want their power in the flesh to wreck or wrong. And that is from the devil. Satan is the author of confusion. 1 Corinthians 14, says, For God is not the author of confusion. Satan, who is the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ. That's the confusion. And so Covey used to talk about these two circles, the circle of concern and the circle of influence. The circle of concern encompasses the wide range of concerns we have. You know, our health, our children, problems at work, government borrowing, all that stuff, you know, threat of war. But circle of influence encompasses those concerns we can do something about. And they're concentric circles, one circle within the other one. And the key is we must focus on those things that concern us and we have control over. And see, the confusion out there is people are wondering if they have control over anything. And so that's why they've given up. Without commitment, there can be no trust. Without trust, there can be no commitment. I'm seeing in class. I'm seeing at work. I'm seeing in the family life. I'm seeing in drug addictions. I'm seeing in suicides. I'm seeing in spousal abuse and child abuse. People are so stressed. They're stuffing, 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 snap. They can't trust anybody, can't trust anything. They're lied to by the media. They're lied to by our government. Uh, fake insurrections are created, and it's the most important thing. And then the other side does the same thing, and now they're evil. I mean, it is confusing, unless you're a hater. If you buy in the hate that they want you to buy into, if you get ratcheted up, then you won't be confused either. You just hate. Hate and then hurt. Hate and hurt go hand in hand. Hurting people hurt people. You can ban all the guns you want. But what you're seeing is a lot of hurting people hurting other people because they're told to hurt. They're told to keep a record wrong. They're told to keep a power to flesh. They're told to think of every wrong that's ever happened to them if they're black or brown. And everything that's ever happened to you that's bad is solely because you're black or brown. And every other white person out there has had nothing but blessings 
Their life's been nothing but good. They've had, been handed everything. They haven't had to work for anything. They don't have any bad stuff happen to them. And all good stuff happens because they're white. And all bad stuff happens to you because you're black. This is the base belief system that they're putting in our kids. And you don't see how that plays out. And you don't see how you're going to have no control over the, the violence, the cities, the crime, because that's what it's building. Look at it. Look at our inner cities where you got the D.C. chief of police going, something's wrong with our kids. Something's wrong. Why are they so angry? Why? Oh, my gosh. It's because of your policies. D.C. is 95% Democrat. Don't tell me there's no deep state. It's 95% Democrat. So you've got to start programming yourself. You've got to tell yourself who you are. Remember the greatest thing that Jesus said on this planet besides the gospel was his eight I am statements. I am the bread of life. I am the gateway of the sheep. I am the shepherd. I am. So you need to know who you are. And so these four things, you're small. You are strong. You are made to overcome. You are more than a conqueror, the Bible tells us. God says that he'll use everything. Romans 8, 28, God causes all things to work for the good for those who love him and are called according to purpose. If you are a child of God, read the book of Job. In Job 2, it says it, that the devil can only tempt you or mess with you to the degree that God allows him to. Remember, the, the devil had to get permission from God to mess with Job. And, Job, and God said the first time, okay, you may take all his stuff, but don't hurt him. And then the second time, if that still didn't make Job curse God, then God said, okay, devil, you can hurt him, but you can't kill him. And he tells you right there that God will never leave you, never forsake you. So you're strong. That's what you've got to believe in yourself. And if you get knocked down, then just pick yourself up. That's what Proverbs 24, 16 says. A righteous person will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked stumble in ruin. You are strong. You've got to look yourself in the eye. Stand tall. Breathe big. I am strong. Look yourself in the mirror. Say it as you make eye contact with yourself. You are strong. Look at what you've overcome. Look at some of the pain, some of the hurt that you've been through. And you're still standing. That's why Maya Angelou's poem, I love, I will rise. I will rise. Jesus Christ, we just studied the resurrection of Christ. Why does it matter? Because Jesus rose, we rise. All who call on the name of Jesus, all who accept the paid price of the blood of Jesus are sanctified. We are white as snow and we rise as he rose, which leads us to strong. I am powerful. I am powerful. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. In my weakness, his strength is perfected. Don't you get it? When you're not strong enough, God takes over. So that's what meek means. Meek does not mean weak. Meek means power under control. Meek is a bridal stallion. You are powerful. You have 300 trillion cells in your body. It's a study of epigenetics. And each one of those cells is driven by their environment. Now, here's the cool thing. If you take one atom and you split it, you have fusion. You have Nagasaki, Hiroshima. You got 300 trillion nuclear bombs inside. You are powerful. Your words are powerful. Your passion is powerful. What you do with your time is powerful. God working through you is powerful. With man, these things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And because you are strong and because you are powerful, that tells you what you do. And what you do is you overcome.
When you get knocked on your butt, you pick yourself up. You dust yourself off. You hit again. When you feel helpless and hopeless, you reach out to someone that's a hope peddler. Reach out to Mr. Black. Reach out to a brother or sister. Reach out to a fellow graduate from Leadership Awakening. You overcome. You're more than a conqueror. That's what God says you are. That's who you are. You're more than a conqueror. You overcome. Jesus says, I have overcome the world, so don't worry about your pain. I have overcome it, and as I have overcome it, you have overcome it, because when I did it, you did it. Which brings us to the last piece. I am a leader. I am strong. I am powerful. I overcome. I am a leader. I have people follow me. People are looking for someone to follow. They're watching people and saying, I would never be like that. Or they're watching people and say, that's how I want to be. You've got to decide. Are you bringing people closer to the values you believe because you're bold, because you're confident, because you're fighting the right fight with truth? Or are people looking at you and seeing a weak, broken, someone who doesn't care, someone who's allowing the world to gobble up their kids so that they can fit in? I am strong. I am powerful. I have become. I am a leader. For the next 30 days, start and end your day looking in your bathroom mirror. Look yourself in the soul and say these words to yourself. I am strong. I am powerful. I overcome. I am a leader. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.